We've reached the final out. Hammers one deep left field. This ball is gone. Way out of here by Sue. Hey, this kid's got great power. It's time to hear from the players and coaches. This is the BYU Baseball Post Game Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's rejoin Brent Norton. All right, back here at Larry Miller Field. Uh, Cougars sweep St. Mary's, go to 7-2 and two in the conference, and have won their eighth straight. They have 21 wins on the year. This team playing some great baseball right now with the loss. Uh, St. Mary's drops to 16-12. and 12. And three and three in the conference, uh, still waiting for a player. And hopefully Coach uh, Littlewood to make his way up here. Uh, big day for Coach, uh, 200th win as a Cougar. And um, and uh, just a great job as uh, Cougars have really turned it around this year with these 21 wins before we reach the month of April. Our uh, schedule going forward, the Cougars will be at Utah on Tuesday night at 6 o'clock and then uh, down to San Diego to play uh, the uh, Toreros on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of next week. And uh, joined by uh, head coach uh, Mike Littlewood. And coach, first, congratulations on win number 200. No, thank you. Uh, it seems like just yesterday that you kind of, to me anyway, but probably not to you since you started here at BYU, but uh, but in your seventh year, uh, that's a great thing. Uh, 200 wins uh, pretty quickly, and uh, and what a great day to do it on. Oh, yeah. I And I was just... Uh, who counts 200? <laughs> like, I can see 500 or 1,000 or yeah. 1,500, but uh, thank you, though. I appreciate that. I think McCann just made that up and tweeted it out, and everybody's like, oh, 200 is something special. But, um, man, our guys came out ready to play again today, and, and uh, we, we won it in a different way. Uh, it was a great game. It really was a great game. Uh, you wanted to extend Sterner out a little bit, got over 80 pitches. That's exactly what you got out of him. Uh, the uh, six innings he pitched, he was dynamite. He'll, uh, effectively wild yeah, early, yeah. and then it seemed like he got better. Well, when I was on the uh, with TV in the fourth inning, they said assess his thing, and I said I don't, I don't like it at all. Pitching behind, yeah. he's up in the zone, he's not able to make adjustments, and then yeah. the next inning, in the fifth inning, he comes out and he, and he does that. Yeah. In fact, the inning I was talking about, he does that. And so uh, he's he's just he seems to get better and better and, and more comfortable every outing and. You know, maybe next, maybe in San Diego next Saturday, he's going to run it up to 100, 105 pitches in seven or eight innings. That would be great for us. But you could see our, our pen was set up and ready to go, and Zim and, and uh, Reed were both great today. Yeah, Reed, uh, when you're out there, you can kind of uh, take a deep breath because normally he's on. Uh, Stern went six innings, McLaughlin went the one, and then Zimmerman uh, went two, and then uh, Zimmerman went one. Uh, you fell behind a little bit early, and then you, you bounced back, and added those insurance runs late in the ball game that, uh, that turned out really to be the difference of the game. Yeah, it really was. Uh, a couple of big hits at the end, but I thought, uh, you know, when, when they put up one run, it didn't seem like anything. I'm just like, hey, you have to score to win anyway. And and we felt, I think we felt like that for the last couple of weeks, that it doesn't matter what the score is. It feels a lot like 2016 when it didn't matter what the inning or what the score, we felt like if we had a, another at-bat, we had a chance to win. And it's kind of a kind of a nice feeling to have as a team. Uh, McIntyre, uh, you know Brock Hill. We talked about him and how hot he was swinging the bat. But I'll tell you, McIntyre has been outstanding. Uh, he's now got a seven-game hit streak, t- uh, eleven out of twenty-seven, thirteen RBIs, uh, two homers, double, seven runs. I mean, the kid's really been swinging it. I think at the start of the week, literally, he was hitting about two fifteen. Yeah. Now I think he's up in the two eighties. Well, you know, look at two and a half weeks ago, he's probably hitting one seventy. Yeah. But you know, it's interesting. I don't. That's why I don't look at, at uh, batting average a whole lot. Uh, you know, sometimes it's a it's a teller. But he he was hitting the the, the he was the best one seventy hitter in the country. He had to have been. Um, and he he offers so many other things. He 
He can chop a ball and beat it out. He can bunt. Uh, he can hit it over the trees. He just offers so much. So to see him actually start hitting line drives and then falling instead of at people like he was early, and he has a little bit better approach. Uh, man, he's uh, in, the, in the five, six, seven, right in there. He's, he's a dangerous hitter. Let's talk a little about Noah Hill. We don't say much about Noah. Came as a came out of Texas, a non-member to, to, to Provo. As far as I could see, always had a great attitude. Has always worked hard. As an infielder comes in now as a senior, he's the number one catcher. He's done a great job defensively. And I'll tell you, when, when you need a big hit late in the ball game, yeah. it's nice to have him. You know up he's going to get it. It's yeah. interesting how we how I saw Noah. I I was personally down through a ref referee friend of mine who lives in Dallas. Said, I got this pitcher. you got to come and see him. So I went and watched the pitcher. Um, the pitcher played at Flower Mound High School, but it was in the summer at TCU. I mean, it was like 190 degrees sitting in the, in, in the bleachers. And I liked the kid. The kid ended up going somewhere SEC school. I really liked him. But I know it's Noah. He was catching, played a little second base, and I loved the way he approached things. Um, and, and that's kind of how we, we found Noah. And he's the exact same player now as he was back then as far as mentality, knows how to play the game. Love, love what he's doing with our pitching staff. And you're right, he comes up with big hit after big hit for us. Uh, it seemed like early in the game you were hitting the ball well, but just hitting it right at people. Yeah. Uh, and that, a little frustrating at times. Yeah, it is. But, but I love the way you guys come back and stayed patient and, and then put the added the extra insurance runs on later. Well, a lot of times when you when you hit line four balls out to, and you're just squaring balls up, hitting them right at them, you tend to, like you said, you're, you tend to get a little bit anxious and frustrated. But that wasn't our team today. We, we just kept grinding. We did it a little bit, a couple different ways. We bunted a couple times and took our walks and just made, really, when they opened the door a little bit, we, we kind of stepped through. Uh, so we made them pay for their mistakes. Well, Jaron Hall uh, out in center field. I love the deke out in center field Great, today. yeah. <laughs> it's, you you know, don't see that. I mean, here's a kid. Yeah. Been on a mission, been yeah. away from the game for so long. And it was it was one of the best deeks I've ever seen. Well, I was going to say we you know we practice those deeks, but he hasn't been a practice, so yeah. that was just instinctive <laughs> by him. And honestly, I've never seen it work where we get a runner out. I've seen it work where a, a runner will stutter and not take the extra base, and that's kind of why you do it, just to slow the runner down. But he completely one hundred percent fooled the runner, almost to to where he was taking a half step back to first, which was a big play in that yeah. game, huge play in the game. It certainly was. Well, coach, uh, uh, another sweep. You get St. Mary's here, you sweep them. You swept Portland last week, uh, seven and two, now on the year, and kind of set yourself up as you go out on the road to uh, take a team that's going to have a heck of a lot of confidence uh, in every aspect of the game. You got to feel good about going to San Diego next week. Yeah, and I think right now you, you, we just start counting wins. You know, we need to get to the fifteen mark, and we need to do it as soon as we possibly can. And so, just take one game at a time. It's uh, you know, it's a cliche, but I mean that's really what we want to do. And uh, I like our approach right now. We're not going to be intimidated by anybody, and going into San Diego used to be really, really hard, and I'm not sure what the outcomes will be, but this team's going to compete down there for sure. Uh, and before that, of course, Utah, first time this year up in Salt Lake. That's always a big game. I'm sure you probably haven't even had a thought about that as far as who you're going to throw. But, uh, but uh, hey, congratulations. Uh, 200 is a pretty big number uh, for the amount of years you've been here. And uh, talk to us just a little about your BYU experience. I know you've told me, uh, that you always wanted to come back here. Has the experience uh, exceeded or been as good? Or, you know, how do you feel over the first oh, it, seven? It's, it's been great. Um, the, the administration treats me, treats my staff, treats our team um, like gold. You know, we, we really were well-funded. We really don't have a want. The, the, our boosters, Mike Bergeron, Dave Decker, Casey Clower. I mean, I could go Blair Lucas. You could name just – you could name you, you yourself um, financially and, and all the time. So – 
I mean, I think when we say all in, I feel like that's not just our team. That's that's the community, and um, I, I that's been the best part. It's, it's a hard job, you know. It's a hard job no trying to go get players, but it's something that, for me, I know Coach Rose said at his press conference the other day that he hasn't worked a day in his life, and that's kind of how I feel. I mean, I really feel like we we put a lot of hours in, but we don't look at him as work at all. Well, Coach, we love having you here, and. Uh, uh, certainly got the uh, program going in the right direction and uh, just exciting baseball. And and the fans came out today, and uh, hopefully we'll get a little better weather when we come back and, and pack this place. So yeah, congratulations. Another again. week. All right. Thanks, Fred. You bet. Appreciate it. Cougars uh, win this one by a score of 5-3. Uh, to three. Ten hits for the Cougars, nine by St. Mary's. Uh, the Gales uh, had two errors, BYU with, with uh, one error in the ball game. Time of the game is three hours and 34 minutes. Attendance, 1,532 in the ballpark today. As the Cougars win their eighth straight, they're now 21-5 and five and 7-2 and two in the conference. We'd like to thank Cameron Coughlin for his great work uh, here to, uh, this afternoon with his uh, color commentary. And remind fans we'll be back on the air uh, Tuesday night, 6 o'clock, BYU and Utah from Smith Ballpark up in Salt Lake City. Uh, Thanks for tuning in to BYU Baseball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. And we'll leave it uh, at that with the Cougars winning by a score of 5-3 here at Larry Miller Field. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Baseball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. BYU Baseball is an exclusive presentation of the New Skin BYU Sports Network.